Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. It is the Hammer and Nigel show. My name is Jason Hammer. Big Nige is here. And joining us now on the DriveHubler.com hotline, the coach, Dan Dockich. Coach, I want to be cool. I want to be rational. But can we talk about Jeff Saturday? Sweet mother of God here. The dude has reinvigorated a fan base, coach. I am completely fanboy in. I am in on the Jeff Saturday experience. I don't want to hear crap from Bill Cower or Joe (laughs) Thomas or any of these people, these little Kyle Brandt guys. I am here for the Jeff Saturday experience. Hey, I don't look. I get it. Fritz Pollard and their alliance, they're going to investigate this. They should, but I got to tell you, I'm just going to tell you, 99.9% of people uh, are like, okay, you do what you got to do, but can we win on Sunday? Right. <laughs> right. Can we, can we get a W on Sunday? Investigate it. Do your thing, man. You guys have been great. You, you've championed diversity. And as an African-American uh, coaching buddy of mine said yesterday to me, he goes, Dan, look on the sidelines of the NFL, man. He goes, in his words, he goes, it, it, it's all African-American. He goes, so what's eventually going to happen is there are going to be, because guys are now working all over the place, he goes, just look on the sideline. He goes, there's going to be a ton of head coaches in the next 10 years, and it's because of things for its pilot. If you don't know, they're investigating this hiring, the Rooney rule, and it's all good. It, it really is. But I'm with you. Like, hey, we'll worry about that after the season. Right, right now. When Jeff Saturday started, Matt Ryan, I was all in because I got spies everywhere. My spies tell me there ain't nobody in that building, nobody that believes Sam Ellinger was the guy. Uh, Joe Wright came on my show. He said, Dan, as soon as he announced Matt Ryan, he got instant credibility with the veterans because they all look. Sam Ellinger, fine, great. Yay, Rob, go fight, win. Maybe next year, the year after, who knows? But right now, it is about Matt Ryan leading this team, and I am with you. Do whatever you got to do. Find Jimmy Ursay after the season. But we got a game against the Eagles this week, baby. The Eagles! Swear <laughs> to God. So we address, you know, I, I'm all for everything that you got to do, but the average fan right now is saying, hey, at least we got a pulse here with the Colts, right? At least we got some life here with the Colts. Right. And I think Pat McAfee said something interesting this past week. With this whole Jeff Saturday, no experience to the head coach role, maybe this is going to be a good thing for the black community. Maybe this is going to be a good thing because there's a lot of athletes, predominantly African-Americans, that can make that jump from playing in the league to being a head coach. Maybe we're moving past this whole, you've got to be an assistant for six, seven, eight years. No, maybe somebody that was a really good player can jump up and be a head coach. We see it in the NBA. We don't see it too much in the NFL, but maybe this is going to be a good thing. Well, like my buddy told me, he goes, Dan, he goes, look, he goes, all of this stuff, all you do, you look on a sideline. He goes, just next time, and I did. 
you know, look on the sideline of an NFL team. And, you know, he's a coach, and he's come up, and he's still an assistant, and he would like to be a head coach. He asked me not to say his name because uh, maybe I could say it on here, but not outkick. Um, anyway, so it's one of those deals where you're like, who knows what's going to happen? I do know this. I, I do know this 100%. It's a copycat league. Like, you tell me, Jeff Saturday goes 8 no, gets to the Super Bowl, whatever, shoot. Right. You'll see. You know, whoever, name a guy. Like, uh, Ryan Clark will be the head coach of the Steelers next year. Dan Orlowski will be head coach of the Detroit Lions. I mean, you know. I mean, Deion know Sanders that. jumped into college football, and he's done great. See, the thing the thing is, and, and this is really interesting, uh, character and leadership. And you know what? We've made fun. I've made fun of horseshoe guy and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but you got to give a little credit. you got to give a little credit to that locker room because that locker room, you know, the leadership, and if you want to say Buckner or you want to say Quentin Nelson or you want to say Jonathan, whoever you want to say is the leader in that, you got to pitch in for them. Look, when I was the head coach, interim head coach at Indiana, I had a bunch of drug-doing punks. And, frankly, uh, they didn't listen to Samson. You know, and, and I'm sitting there fighting every day to the point where I had to suspend guys and that kind of thing. It's a lot different when you got high character going. And I feel like the Colts got some high character, and this may be the time where it actually pays off and matters. You know, I was uh, had ESPN on in the background uh, this morning getting ready. A couple of those guys picked the Colts to win this weekend. Money line, outright. Um, hey, hey, hold on a second. Those guys have been jackasses to Saturday because, you know what, yeah. when they first got hired, they did that whole thing. You know, everybody – you know, like Cower. Cower did something that was really stupid, in my opinion. He he showed himself to be a dumbass when he said, well, you've got guys on the staff that should have been elevated. No, you've got guys on that staff that are lucky to have damn jobs. you got guys, John Fox, are you kidding me? Scotty Montgomery, he's an offensive guy. Nobody from that offensive staff should have. they got to be lucky they have a job. That offense was so putrid. So, look, Cowher, say what he wants, hide behind whatever he wants, but he just showed himself to be a dumbass, and uh, I'm not here for that. I'm just not here for that kind of stupidity. I'm going to all in on Jeff Saturday. You guys are all in on Jeff Saturday. Oh, yeah. And let's be honest, that's all Jeff Saturday needs is us, the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not taking the points, plus seven? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm sprinkling money line. I'm going plus seven. Uh, I'm taking Michigan State, minus 10 against Indiana. Uh, a good friend of mine who's working the game told me take no matter how many points it goes to, take Michigan to beat the living crap out of Illinois. I'm taking Florida minus 14 against Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, I may even take Purdue plus uh, minus 18, or I may take Northwestern. But I am on a cold streak starting yesterday <laughs> like I have never seen. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get hot this weekend. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Give me the Colts and the points. I got uh, Iowa, the Fighting Hawkeyes, Iowa, getting, getting the points against Minnesota. Why? Because Purdue needs them to lose, and Purdue never gets nice things. That's why that's going to happen. Give me Iowa and the points, Coach. <laughs> I cannot argue that. And I will tell you who totally is nodding their head right now when you said Purdue never gets nice things. Every Purdue fan in the country is going, yeah, you're right. You're right. If we win seven in a row, we know eight losses in a row is coming. If we win four in a row, we know we're going to have a devastating defeat. Hello, St. Peter's. It's just the way it's going to be. Uh, but I hope Purdue gets nice things. I hope Purdue gets to the championship game. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, outrage in Qatar as the World Cup is banning 
alcohol sales coach. Did I hear you talking about this earlier this morning on your Outkick show? The World Cup starts this weekend, and I'm just, what did you think when you first heard that? And I think people are kind of missing the the larger point about the World Cup in the uh, oppressive country like Qatar. Well, the bigger point is, uh, you know, who you're hanging with. So you make a deal, you're going to go to Qatar, or Qatar, or Qatar, whatever the hell you want to call that place. And you know what? Uh, it's obviously a deal with the devil. And whenever you deal with the devil, I I dealt, you know, basically in my world, of course, it always comes back to the indie star. You know, I've always really dealt with one knucklehead in my life, and it comes back to bite you. It always does. And this came back to bite uh, the Soccer Federation. You know, all of a sudden, two days before, Budweiser's out there, and they spend millions over the years. Now, this isn't a quick partnership between Budweiser and FIFA. This is a long-time thing. And uh, two days before. Now, here's the deal with it. You can have beers outside the stadium. You can have alcohol in the suites. The rich people, they said champagne, whiskeys, wine, other other liquors, but you can't have it in the stadium. And, you know, let, let's be honest. I mean, soccer is a tough watch. I mean, I get it. People <laughs> love it. But in our country, you know, if you're going to go to a soccer game, you better grab a six, sneak it in on your person. <laughs> um, but I, I, it's amazing to me. Two days before, you've got all these millions of, uh, literally millions of bottles and cans of Budweiser served, and they said no alcohol in the stadium. It's uh, when you do a deal with the devil, man. It always comes back to bite you. And I just. It, I just love how people are outraged by this, but not the oppressive human rights violations of this country. You know, that's exactly right. They've been, look for 12 years, uh, 12 years ago, Qatar had this announced and I was listening to a reporter named Grant wall and Grant wall said, look, he's there. Uh, Everything's brand new. Like literally uh, $200 billion poured into this roads, brand new hotels, brand new, uh, a subway, brand new stadiums, brand new buildings, everything, everything brand new. And, you know, people get there and they're like in awe, right? Because yeah. everything's brand new, but you're still in a place that in terms of human rights is horrendous. In terms of any type of diversity of thought is horrendous. But yeah, man, don't take our beer, damn it. <laughs> we're going to have a real problem. And if anybody understands that, it's my boy Hammer. He gets it. Coach, have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, Tell man. the family we said uh, hello. And uh, thank you for being good to this show throughout the year, man. We appreciate it. Oh, you guys are the best. Thank you for being good to my show. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks. All right. We've got uh, the last beer sample Friday before Thanksgiving. Oh. And I brought the libations today. Ooh, which bring? Which bring me? I will come show on. you when we come All back. Right. Beer sample Friday yeah. next.